This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Yeah! No lit today. I was I was looking around. I'm looking for Chris to come through the halls. I'm thinking Nothing. he's going to come in here and nope. be full Morales on a Tuesday. Yep. And you know the man's a busy man. What are you going to do? I just I, I I I build myself up for these Tuesdays, these lits, and not today. What happens? Today. What happens if Maybe we tomorrow. get to twelve fifty five? We're doing super crosstalk, <laughs> and he walks in at one oh seven. Well, you know, I mean, one oh seven, but he waits. He waits till one twelve, and then one twelve comes in, and he just starts. He, he lits it going. up. He lits it up. We'll see. We'll see. Now he'll uh, hope. Hopefully later in the week, but we will. Uh, we will definitely see. I, you know, you ever have one of those things out where you realize you've been doing something one way, and then all of a sudden you realize that your way is kind of the way that no one else does it. Have you had one of those recently? I had one of those this morning. Give me an example. I'll tell you the one that happened about an hour or so ago with okay. Mr. Uh, Funches, who's over there doing uh, Double Taylor duty. and Emily's gigs Double again today. Funch, good morning. How are you? Just vacuum the floors. <laughs> yep. Good, good. And by yep. the way, you missed a spot on this window right oh, here. Okay. Yeah, relax. <laughs> relax. That's one spot. <laughs> Appreciate all the other spots I like that the squeegee got. work that you've done here, but uh, make yep. sure that there's no streaking next time, please. Um, so Berg and Funch and I are in the kitchen um, grabbing a coffee. And done, done the whole Lord Berg thing? Is that, that over? Well, yeah, since he whammied the Dodge, which, by the way, didn't stick did very nothing. much. But yeah, that, that did nothing. Look, calling him just Berg is fine, too. They seem to be doing all right. So I'm in the kitchen and getting a cup of coffee. And after I had filled the machine with beans, uh, there's a, a pizza box on the on the countertop. I saw that. Okay. So, okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. Did you open it? No, I'll I tell you why I didn't open it. Okay. I felt like there was, I felt like there was a little pressure. So Tuesdays, the trap. <laughs> Tuesdays, there's the sales meetings are going on, and that hallway has a pretty long, direct look directly into the kitchen. Yep. If they if there wasn't thirty nine people in that conference room, I'd have probably taken a little peek, see what was going on. <laughs> okay. So I felt like I was I was self conscious okay. about opening up that box of pizza. I get that. So when I get there, the meeting's not taking place when I get here, mm-hmm. right? So, but I, I come through, pizza box is sitting there. I don't open it, and I go back and, and make it, and I don't open it again. So when we go back to the three of us, Berg and Funch and myself, and Berg opens the box. Okay. Yeah, no, Berg, I, I could see Berg grabbing a slice of pizza, taking two bites, and putting it back. So he opens the box, and then Funch comes in and says, hey, did you guys look in that box yet? And I said, no, I didn't look. I saw Greg open it. He goes, yeah, I, I looked in the box earlier. Yeah. Right? You opened the I box. Walked in, I walked in when I first walked into the station. I went, yeah. I went to the kitchen, and I saw the box, and I, that's the first thing I did was open the box. Like a trap? Trap? Is there something So I didn't here? open the box. What's because... in the box? <laughs> right? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it wasn't one of those situations. We it wasn't Gwyneth Paltrow's head. I don't think we've ever box. done a full seat together. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, What's in the box? It was not wasn't that thankfully um but i don't open the box because i i'm the first one here most mornings okay Okay. or one of the first people here Mm -hmm. um there was nobody here yesterday other than you and me and a very small handful of other people so whenever and that pizza box from last night was not here when i i agree Mm -hmm. that pizza box came at some point after about two o'clock in the afternoon 
And I'm not interested in pizza that had been sitting out. Again, it's sitting in the refrigerator. Yeah. It's on the counter. Emily would have taken it home. So this is my point. I, Funch said, had there been pizza in there, he would have eaten it. So it's empty? Bur- There's nothing in there. There's trash in there. I would have looked oh, at it. I would have yeah, looked at it and engaged it. you got to at least put it in the recycling thing. Like- Berg opens the box to see if there's pizza in there. Mm-hmm. He would have eaten it. And they're like, well, you wouldn't. I'm like, no, it's been sitting out all night. And the point of all of this is, am I the weird one for not eating pizza that has sat out for 16 hours? Am I Am I the – because I'm looking at these guys like yeah. they're crazy. They're looking at me like I'm crazy. Well, I, I don't think you're weird for not eating a slice of pizza if it was there but the fact that you didn't even open it but I wasn't going to eat it so why would I open it what I don't do I know. care what's in there I don't know just kind of curiosity t- yeah take a look maybe there's a maybe there's Maybe the style of pizza was unique. Maybe it was a little, maybe you it, look at the front of the box. But I'm not going to eat it. Whose pizza was it? Because it wasn't I, I no it wasn't idea. a pizza or anything I don't know. like that. I'm I mean, guessing it might have been from the Sedano and Cab crew last night. Okay. But again, they're done at seven. So best case scenario, that pizza was out there since seven o'clock last night. Can I give yeah. you a good? Can I give you a good example? How many times a day on a Saturday when you have nothing going on? You walk over to the refrigerator. You're, you're missing my point. You open the fridge and you don't grab anything from there, it's but it's just the wanting to open the fridge. That's not that. I do that constantly. The food in the refrigerator is not spoiled. Well, I, it's not I, spoiled. But, but see, okay, this is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. If food has been sitting out all night, I don't care what it is. I'm not going to. Am I the weird one for not eating food that has been non refrigerated for, let's call it 12 hours, 15, 16 hours? You have a hours. lot of. I get the whole, well, I'm not going to eat the food, so I'm not going to open the box. I would open the box. You're not answering the question. <laughs> Am I weird for trying well, to I did go into an, a, an occasion to really go out of my way to avoid spoiled, potentially spoiled? Because they're no, saying it's not going to spoil. You're, crap. you're not wrong night. of not eating the pizza Yeah, if there was pizza in there. But that's that part I'm getting lost on. That part is like, that's a detail so you, that doesn't it, matter to me. I don't know how I'm you didn't just you open about. the pizza. Because yeah, I'm not going to eat it. If I'm not going to, it's like, this is a perfect example. When when Susan and I will go for, like, you're on a walk, right? You're in a mall yeah. or whatever. And you walk by Tiffany, and they got the big fat rings in the window. Mm. She wants to step like, Susan, we're not buying any of that stuff. Just yeah. keep it. I don't, well, I just want to look at it. Why? We're not getting it. I walk by the Maserati dealership. I don't stop and look at the Maserati. Yeah, but when you go to I'm Costco, because we're not, I might get we're not going to do Ma- Maserati and we're not going to do Tiffany, because those are two very <laughs> yeah. extreme examples. Well, that's my point. But when you're walking by Costco and you know you don't, you came for what you need. Your list says exactly what you need. Why are you going down the aisle with all the cereal? Because I wouldn't. I'll, that's my whole point. I wouldn't. I, I'm I not going to buy look. cereal. I'm I'll, not interested in I'll cereal. Go look. I'm not going to get sold that. and cereal might end up in my. <laughs> What's the. What is the expiration date on food sitting out before you know? Even if there was a pizza, full pizza, exactly what I think. Yeah. Sausage, pepperoni, oh, and I've, onions. I've had pizza the next day. Yeah. Without it being in the fridge? It's just been yeah. sitting out yeah, all day? it's happened before. It's happened here. Did I you think. warm it up, though, at least? I don't even remember. Probably just, probably didn't even <laughs> So I'm the up. weird one for avoiding this stuff. No, I don't think you're weird. One I think, day past I think the expiration smart, date on I think that's a smart. Eating that? One day. I'm having sushi four days later <laughs> that's been sitting in room temperature. You open your fridge at the Sliwa uh, compound, and the expiration date on that gallon of milk says August 8th. You pouring some in your cereal? August 8th? August 8th. Today's August 9th. Are you oh, pouring yeah. that in there? Yeah, August 8th. Get out of here. That's an easy one. They got you, bro. August 7th. The health and... The, they, not, they just want to get you back at the grocery store. It's not big store. milk. It's not big butter or big pizza that I'm worried about. I'm worried about... Being the guy that's stuck in a spot yeah. because I had something that I couldn't control myself and I ate spoiled food. 
Advil's good for like three years after that's the different. I'm not going to get sick from that, right? But if a little bit of that cheese is turned and gone to a spot, I'm a little worried. Just Nyquil a, just a bite. is Nyquil easily the the medicine cabinet like that could go for years. There's certain there's certain things that I think go a little bit longer. If you're telling me one day on milk, oh no, we're we're having milk that that Would, one okay, day. Okay, if the milk sat out all night. That you for, oh, you, no, no, that, you had you had a uh, a late night gotta, bowl of yeah, cereal. No, that, you forgot to slide it back in the refrigerator. It's done. You come up the next morning yeah, that and pour that out. Yeah, that's that the same done. thing as pizza, right? Leaving it out all night. What's the difference? Why do I feel like pizza is not the same thing? I feel like yeah, pizza is a superfood. What's the difference? You know? It's a superfood. It it's a superfood. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was like acai berries <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and pomegranates. <laughs> I think kale is a superfood. I don't know. If, kale, acai berries, and floor pizza. Does it matter what the toppings are? What if it's, it's just a cheese pizza? N- no, it cheese. It's dairy. It, it's out. It's Why do I think if there was veggies on it and yeah, it I'm margarita less, pizza I'm less apt <laughs> you know to go it in? Need? It could be like a one of those focaccia bread things that just has like yeah. onions and tomatoes on it with no cheese. Like that may it'd be stale and disgusting, but I don't feel like it would make me sick. I don't know. It just I, I feel Guacamole, like I like to avoid salsa, that all that stuff is it's a no. Little uh, sushi left out overnight on the countertop. Yeah, it's fine. Why? Like, why do you even own a refrigerator if, if everything is fine? Why not just get come home with funch? Take me through this. Ahi tuna rolls. It's okay. <laughs> you come home from the grocery store. You put your bags on the kitchen counter. Uh-huh. Just leave it there. What's the point? I mean, it's be fine the hey, next day. It's ex- fine in the seventeen hundreds. If expiration <laughs> dates don't matter, just leave I, everything I know, out. I know you. The detail you're most interested in is why somebody would eat a pizza that sat out there all day. Yeah. But that detail to me, like I've tried explaining three or four times, was less important to me. The not opening the box is really weird to me. And somebody finishing the pizza, but yet leaving it there. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. Assuming that there's still pizza in there. Throw, can we throw? Can we fold it? <laughs> and throw it in ah, the recycling so that nobody – there's nothing worse than opening know, right? a and pizza box there. and there's nothing. Did you expect people to be good roommates today after all the other days they haven't? <laughs> that's that's on you, my friend. It was a – when I got in here, just a coffee mug from yesterday, just sitting right there. I don't think anybody we, – we, can I be honest? We leave this damp studio freaking clean. Yeah, we're good you roommates. You guys do. We're good You guys roommates. do, and I work with every, you know, every show. You guys do. Who's the worst? I got to put – do I really have to say sure. it? Sure. Um – I think it's the Sedano and Cat people. Yeah. Who, so Sedano sits not, here for right? most of the yeah. time. Most yeah. of the time. Yeah. But, I, but you know what? It's bad. it's mostly their fillings. Oh. oh. So well, they're like know. they're renters, right? Yeah. Like if you own yeah, the house, right. yeah. you right. cut yeah. the grass. Yeah. Yeah. You make sure that the roof doesn't 100%. have a hole in it. 100%. But if you're renting it, it's like I'm not my house. Yeah. What do I care? But see, Mason's really messy there too. See, Mason's really messy there too. Mason's a little messy. Mason's problem is his drink. Which one? He comes in with four of them a day. He's, he's keeping that start. And also, he spills one. All comes he he down. spills it once a week, too, on, <laughs> around your areas. Well, you can that's, look in the box. A, that's perfect. Super, super cross talk. That's our, that's our conversation. That's our, it's still 112. Still 112. That's how it goes. Um, a great piece on Sean McVay on ESPN.com this morning. And there is a quote that is the most quintessential Sean McVay thing that I think demonstrates who he is demonstrates who the Rams are, and demonstrates why they're going to be a very good team for a very long time. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, and ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. See, this is the sort of analysis that I need, uh, Slee. This is from Chit Chat Charles, who sends, uh, the pizza has already been cooked. The dairy rules don't apply. Is that like if you cook cheese, you can't get sick German. from old cheese? That's a thing? It's a scientific thing. And I, that's what I was trying. Well, trust Funches you. and I were trying to explain that it's to you It's a superfood. Neither one of you said the word science. <laughs> I'm just saying. I said it twice. <laughs> that's not you true. You didn't hear. No. No. You never said it. Had you said, Trav, once the cheese has gone through the process of going through the oven and it, all the bacteria has been it's cooked science. out, good. It's I couldn't science. get past the self-control of not opening the box. Once I'm, if I'm not interested, I'm not interested. Whether it be a person or a food. Now, or what if it was like a new is. pizza there? You know you know what it is? If there were a bunch of pizza boxes yeah, yeah, stacked yeah. up for like the meeting that Al was talking about, yeah. oh, I would have looked under the hood okay. there. But right. it was one rogue pizza box that I knew had been left out all night. At I'm 7 out. in the morning or whatever. Yeah, I'm out. When you leave a restaurant, you're on the way out. Yeah. Go into a restaurant and you're walking to your, you know, they're seating you or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're obviously looking at everybody else's food. Yeah. But that's that's because you're starving and everything else. When you're leaving and you're incredibly full, are you looking still looking at the food? Not, I don't think so. I don't so. think I am either. Yeah, I've never really thought. But I, the fact that I've never thought that I have, probably not. Because you're so full, you're not thinking. So by the time you're done, you're like, okay, I just want to get out of here. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. One random. I wouldn't do good at a restaurant. Open. I wouldn't do good at a restaurant. No. I'd, I'd, I'd eat a lot of their food, number one. And number two, <laughs> I'd probably eat a lot of food that's been out. This is from Big E. Trav not wanting to eat pizza that's been out overnight is the most <laughs> slee thing Trav has ever done. Did I steal another page out of your book? Are we, are we meeting like the old couple start to look like each other? Right? Or you have, you've had a dog for a long time. We're getting close. person starts to resemble their dog. We're getting close. <laughs> getting right in the middle there. See, if you start to grow back a little of your hair mm-hmm. and I continue to lose mine, we're going to meet right the in the middle. <laughs> we're going to meet... Right smack in the middle of this thing. All right. Um, Seth Wickersham wrote a piece on the Rams, or more specifically on Sean McVay, uh, that's up on ESPN.com right now. I would really suggest that you go read it. It's it's terrific. Um, this is the quote to me that is so awesome, Al, because I think it does a lot of things. And I think it demonstrates who he is. I think it demonstrates how the Rams operate. And I think it demonstrates how they are set up to have an incredibly bright future as long as Sean McVay is a part of this mix. I'm going to read a, a, a very small excerpt from uh, Seth Wickersham's piece. 
This is kind of the setup here is they're in Mexico. McVeigh is in Mexico. He runs into Matthew Stafford, and they've had a couple of uh, drinks while they're getting to know each other. They have not made the deal to, to bring him to the Rams yet. Here you go. They met for drinks poolside, talking football, a bond forged over sun and booze. McVeigh returned to his hotel and, quote, a few tequilas in, close quote. He says now, hopped on a FaceTime with Rams brass, unleashing a plea that's now legendary around the team's office. Mm. Quote, this is McVeigh speaking to the team brass. Here's the bleeping deal, okay? We can sit here and exist and be okay winning 9 to 11 games and lose the bleeping and losing the bleeping divisional round and feel like, "Oh, everything's okay." Or we could let our mother bleeping nuts hang and go trade for this bleeping quarterback and give ourselves a chance to go win a bleeping world championship. You ready to bleeping do this or what? Only these were not bleeps. He, he full full word. Full F this, F that, right? That is so amazing to me. Because is is that not him in the most basic form? Like, look, I don't want to just exist in this league. Yeah. I don't want to just They did be that. They did that for league. four years. They they thrived. They had a, a really, really good team, but it wasn't good enough. I don't want to just be good. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look, can we win the division? Yeah, I probably can win the division. Do you want me to continue to maybe once every five or ten years? catch a good break, get a good call in an NFC championship game and slide into a Super Bowl. Yeah, maybe we can do that again. But do we want to be a bleeping Super Bowl bleeping champion and let our bleeping nuts hang or not? Are we doing this blanking thing or not? That's why that dude is that dude. That good isn't going to – he wants all of it. It is so inspiring. It is well, such an unbelievably fulfilling thing to hear from the head coach of the team that you root for. I think there's a couple layers to this. Number one, it's one thing for McVay to feel like, hey, this is the missing piece. If we get Matt Stafford, I think we got a legitimate chance to actually win a Super Bowl. That's one thing. Put that to the side. But the fact that he also has the confidence. Imagine that you can walk into a corner office wherever you work and you're that passionate about something, like, I'm telling you, if you do this, if you put me in a position, not just him, the entire team, then I think we could take our job to the next level. Yep. I think we could take what we do on a day-to-day to the next level. And probably, there's probably a lot of people that do do that. You know what happens on the other side? They get shut down. No, nah, no, we're not going to do it. We're not going to spend that money. We just won no, the we're division. Not we're fine. We're close. We just gave Goff $100 yep. million. Yep. It, we're, we're not, we are, not going to go away from what this game plan is. Figure it out with the pieces that you have. Take football aside for a second. Whatever business that you run, wherever you work for your boss or the owner of the company, think about how many different times somebody gets shut down in that situation where it's probably discouraging. It's probably like, you know what, they don't want to win the way I want to win. They're not... They're not in. They don't care about it. They're they're counting all their dimes. You you save a dime, you lose a dollar. Kind of saying, yeah. right? In the Rams situation, that's one thing that I you know, I, and I know we know this just based off of what we feel like our well-run organizations is when ownership almost takes in what a guy like McVeigh is saying is like, I can't say no to this guy. I trust him. I know what he's done with the pieces that we've had in the past. Maybe we are just a Stafford away from going out there winning a Super Bowl. And the fact that they approve a guy like Kroenke and Lesney, the conversation of let's go out and do this. We could fail, but we can probably – we already know the result if we just keep doing what we're doing. And the fact that we're willing to roll the dice and say let's see what happens if we do this, 
as much as you love it from the McVay perspective, I love it from an ownership sure. perspective. Sure, that's a huge part Because it's of the it. ownership that's checking the box. Well, the ownership has trust in the coaching 100%. staff. 100%. Because here, here's, the, here's the risk that McVay runs in some of this stuff. And by the way, I, literally, reading this made me want to stand up in here and start running around the room. Yeah, like, like when imagine- I got here, you were doing from hallway <laughs> – to conference room, for some reason, you were doing sprints. That when you're around somebody that has this energy and this passion, it's infectious. Of course it is. If, if you're around somebody that's low energy, it's really hard of it to is. be up all the time. Yep. Right? You need somebody. That's infectious, that's, too, the opposite it, way. Absolutely it is. So you hear this, you're like, okay, he want, do we want to blank and do this or not? Let's let him hang and go do. Yeah, let's go do that. Exactly that. So when he makes that call. A few tequilas in, perhaps. Mm-hmm. They're looking at him saying, look, this he, he believes in this. Two things. Number one, what you said. So the, the ownership needs to say, I'm going to trust my guy, and we're going to give him what he wants. Okay? That's number one. Because the, the, the expense is real. It's two first rounds. It's a third round. You're sending, you just gave Jared Goff all this money. The expense is real. Okay? Number two is... And it's not common. That's not something no, that happens. you got to get the right guy. He mm-hmm. needed to be right. Right? Because what if they make that deal... And, and all of a sudden, what happened in Tampa happens slightly differently. Then instead of the love of the game route, sure. they, they take a knee, Tampa gets the ball back, scores a touchdown, and they're out in the divisional round mm-hmm. again. And then it's one of those things that, hey, look, the last time you called me from Mexico saying, let him hang, I gave away all my draft picks, and we're out in the exact same spot. you got to be right. you got you got to know that I'm looking at this saying, look, that's the piece right there. Go give me that piece, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make it happen. You better make it happen because in your analogy, hey, boss, I need this to go hit yeah. my numbers. And if they give it to you and you miss, guess what? You're not getting it the next time. Well, you better nail it. Well, it's also the last season everybody was waiting for that moment. You got a few of those moments. There were a couple weeks where you said to yourself, they gave up this much for Stafford. Sure. And didn't it feel like every single week, not just locally, on a national level, people were waiting for Stafford to fail. People were waiting for Sean McVay to be wrong. People were waiting for the Rams to look at the Rams and say, yeah, this is not the model that you guys should take. And every single week, as they kind of inch closer, you had a bad week, you took one step back, two steps forward, whatever the case is, you got to a point, got to a point in the playoffs where literally your quarterback that you went out for and you got in the offseason came through in every Big situation to go win the Super. You can't. You couldn't ask for a better scenario. Now, if I if I tell you, Goff's in that same position. <laughs> here's the thing. Don't even laugh. I'm not trying to I'm be not, mean. It's just funny. I'm not trying to be mean. I know you're not. That's why it's funny. But we know the result. Of course we do. Okay. So with well, all that, first of all, they're never in the position to get it done to begin with. But with, yes, you're with, right. With all that, I, I think the McVeigh thing is. Yeah. Sometimes you feel like you have nothing to lose. You and I have talked about this. You're most dangerous. When you're like, you know what, F it. Yeah. That's when you're most – when you care so much about something, that's when the chances of it actually happening are really, really tough. When you reach a point, maybe you're a couple tequilas, margaritas in like he was, and he's out in Mexico, and he's going to ownership and having a conversation. This is the only way we have a shot. Do you guys want to have a shot or do you not? That's when they you know, obviously approve it. There's another part of this, too, that I think is awesome. And we, we spent some time talking about this – um, gosh, I don't know, four months ago, give or take, when Amazon allegedly came to him and said, hey, we got $20 million a year with your name on it if you want to come do TV with us. And he at least, you know, toyed around with the idea. Go read that piece again. 
Go read that quote again and tell me that that guy's going to get that juice out of money, that he's going to get that juice out of sitting around calling uh, Buffalo against Cleveland on a Thursday night. No mm. bleeping way. You don't get to, air quotes, let him hang yeah. sitting in the, the broadcast booth. It's a great job. It's a lucrative job. It's a job that you take after you just can't do this anymore. There's another quote, and he says, look, I know I'm going to be doing this with I'm 60, saying what the hell am I still doing here? This is how this guy's wired. Mm-hmm. You're not going to bleep and bleep and let him hang to go call a game on a three. It's not the same thing. He's This is what makes him go. You know, That's it. You know what it also could be? If you don't make that move for Stafford, you're probably sending a message to McVay that you're not all in. So that there could be a situation down the road where McVay, if well, he's if he's in a spot where he's maybe having to make a decision whether do I keep building with the Rams here? How committed are they potentially to another franchise that's out there that's trying to get me? Or like you said, there's just an unbelievable amount of money that I could go make. He's going to make enough money doing kicking it back. It, he's not um, look. They, uh, they also talk about the new yeah, house that he bought. About his, the, yeah. the house is pretty. He likes money. We all do. Money's mm-hmm. cool. I, anybody wants to give me more? Yes, I will take it. But that's with a guy like this. There's a story in there about him going roller skating when he's three years old and crashed into the wall because he didn't. He wanted to get to the wall first or whatever it was. The guys like that are just different. No, the money, money's going to come. Like that. That's not. That's not the driving factor in anything that he's doing. He's going to be here a while. I, I love what you said. So I didn't even think about that. This idea of that if the Rams have said, listen. The price is really high. Let's yeah. just let's run golf back one more year, and if a year from now you think you still can't do it, we'll we'll, we'll let's reopen be out the discussion. in the first round of the playoffs. Let let's let's take a look at it a year from now. Let's just run it back mm-hmm. one more time, and then we because here's what happens. Just making up a team here. Yeah, yeah. The New York Giants come in and say, "We will let you do whatever you want, sure. whenever you want." Yeah. How does that sound? Absolutely. And then it's like, well, okay, guess where I'm going next? Mm-hmm. That's the and and they didn't. They said. All right, this is what you want to do? Let's go do it. And thank goodness it worked. Let's say, let's say hypothetically, we had McVeigh in studio today, and there's a pizza box in the kitchen. Do you think McVeigh opens to at least just see, is there pizza in there or not? He doesn't have the backstory of when the pizza came. He has no idea. Does he at least just open the box? Two things make me want to say no. Okay. Number one, he does not look like he crushes a lot of pizza. Uh, it's up for debate. <laughs> no, he looks like he's fairly conscientious about mm-hmm. how he uh, lives his what life. What he puts in his body. Yeah. He, yep. Apparently, he likes to have tequilas mm-hmm. and vodka sodas. Yeah. That's part oh, of the story, too. Um, number two, yeah, pretty disciplined dude. I think if he went in there to get coffee, he's getting coffee and he's coming back. He's not going to take a tour if, through the pizza what box. What if he opened it? What if you saw him open it and there was some cheese on the box? And he took, yep, he took a little bit of the cheese. I'd lose a lot of respect for him. (laughs) I really would. Sean, if you're listening. Oh, man. What what that in front of us. What an unbelievable quote that is. That is. Let him hang. Are we trying to bleep and bleep and do this? And by the way, how much of that, if he was completely sober and he was in Thousand Oaks at their facility, you think he's still saying the same thing? I do. You think so? I do. Oh, absolutely. I do. He did. I don't look. I'm sure. Tell you the, what, the you story, put a couple bourbons in me. My conversation's a little different. <laughs> Damn right I am. Okay, he, we got it, Sean. He is that guy. Mm-hmm. Sober, couple tequilas in. Yeah. I see something he wants, and he goes and he gets it. Let's. Thank go, goodness guys. that Matthew Stafford decided to go to Cabo that weekend. What are the odds, right? I still. That's the one part of the story. I'm like, yeah, all right. Sure. I want to ask Sean a quick question. Sean, would you open up 
the box of pizza? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> not, not a chance. That was gonna, that was gonna be the let's effing go one. <laughs> let's <laughs> go, guys. <laughs> what is he? One time he's using a Comrex, another time he's in studio, the mics sound different. He's look, he's a dynamic guy. He's yeah, in, he sometimes he's close to it, sometimes yeah. he's not close to it. Dodgers had an off light last night. So you asked an interesting question yesterday. Um, what do you do with the last month, month and a half of the season? What are the goals? Yeah. I think I think I know what they should spend the next six, seven weeks doing, getting ready for the postseason. I'll tell you what it is next. It's Travis Lee. 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. See if Sean McVay doesn't let him hang. Like he said, Slee, we yeah. don't get the uh, Matthew Stafford. This is the Travis and Slee with I show. was fine with golf. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Did you ever talk to him? No, I never did. You never did? No, not really. <laughs> I did. A couple of times. Had those conversations go? They were fine. He's, he, was, he was a very nice guy, charming. Yeah. But the difference between the um, presence that the two of them carry was significant. I think is a, is a is a generous way of saying that that their their carriage, their their being, mm-hmm. their bearing, mm-hmm. perhaps is the best word, was significantly. Different. One guy walks in a room, everyone's like, even if you'd never seen a football game in your life, if Jared Goff walked in the room, you'd be like, that guy's pretty tall. If Matthew Stafford walked in the room, like, I don't know what that guy does, but it's something important. <laughs> I, had that, he, I don't know who that is or what he does, but he's in charge of something very, very important. If Goff walked in the room, like, that guy's pretty tall. That's the difference. Do you still watch Hard Knocks at all? I have not watched it. I haven't no. watched it in years. Yeah. I uh, saw something yesterday on Twitter, and it's on the lines. Okay, so Detroit's the, uh, it's the team for Hard Knocks right now. So... I don't know who it was. I don't know what player it was. It was just a really like motivating, close to the practice. There's a guy there, and uh, my apologies for not knowing which player it is, but he's basically calling the team in. The head coach is walking off, and he's calling the team in, and he kind of goes for 30 seconds, and he's like, anytime you get tired, I want you to think of last year's record. I want you to think of last year's record. That was a bad representation of we are. We're better than this. And he goes to his own three. Lions on three. One, two, three, Lions. And he's like getting emotional and he walks off. And right when he was done, I'm like, yeah, they're still going to lose a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably still, didn't, didn't still going to lose a lot yeah. of games. No, it's great. Like it was. Like I, I loved his passion for it. I love this. But I'm like, you can't. <laughs> You can't do anything about the Lions part of it. <laughs> that, yeah, that's that you a can't tough control. One. It's tough to overcome that component of your but so well, it, two, three lines. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, not good. Lions. Yeah, that's not probably yeah, not gonna lions, 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 yes, lions. <laughs> Think about this. So, the, remember when Drew Brees would kind of pregame do that hype thing where he'd jump around and he did, yep. and you could tell everybody was, they were feeling it. Oh yeah, right. They were super, the super into it. He was. He was a hype man. It was. And it, it sounded good. It looked mm-hmm. good. He got his guys fired up and ready to go. It was real. It was authentic, and he was able to pull it off. And you remember when Jameis Winston Brees. was eating the W? Yep. <laughs> that was the opposite of that. Yeah. So when you're gonna let him hang, so to speak, like McVeigh, it better be authentic. 
It has to come from a place where people buy it, but it's supposed to where, okay, what can I say to let people know that I'm really invested in this? When what if I said done, let them hang? When we're done with our meetings moving forward, I want you to eat the W. <laughs> I want you to do it. I think you'll get fun. Just, yeah. I, I think you get him so pumped out back there. <laughs> John in Huntington Beach of Fullerton. I want a Rams let him hang shirt to be my first Ram shirt. That would be a good way to do it. I mean, I'd, I'd buy one. Why yeah, not? The problem is um, we should make those and start selling them <laughs> rather than us purchasing them from somebody else. The, somebody now is in production for those shirts. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure the Rams will be are, selling outside some, the stadium. Uh, yeah, you know, the bootleg version, yeah, right? Bootleg version. They're yeah. not, let they're them not hang. licensed NFL merch. Right, yeah, for they're $10 a shirt. Merch. Yeah. I, we'll I'll use just bucks, a different, yeah. like, color that they don't use. <laughs> just, just a, a different off. font. Fugazi let them hang shirts. And a let them hang is yeah. nothing. Yeah, that's the way to do it. It's not a bad way to do it. Uh, Duvel writes, please explain why that conversation with Stafford is not tampering. Um, I don't know. It's a good question. Um, maybe because Stafford had already requested a trade, and, and Slea, maybe you know this, maybe from NBA or, or whatnot, but, hey, look, if I run into somebody somewhere and we just have a couple of drinks and we're talking and say, hey, how did your season go? And he tells me, and he says, how did your season go? And I tell him, and we say, oh, wow, that would be neat if my season and your season somehow overlapped at some point in the you know the future. Yeah. Is that like one of those? Well, I'm not saying I'm just saying kind of things, or is that no? I think the that's rules? tampering. Sounds like, but it. I, I but I don't know the I don't know the details with the NFL for that stuff. I have no idea at all. Uh, but yeah, that sounds like that would be the definition. Like you know, how sometimes we have for Disney, we have to do our uh, we have like there's courses we have to yeah. take, and it's on like sexual harassment, sure. and it's on bullying, and yes. it's on whatever it is. I feel like if the NFL was doing one on, hey, this is what you can't do, they could have just took the footage of Stafford and McVeigh. You know, that would be, yeah. they would say, this is a pretty good, solid example of what we define as tampering. Please go to page number two. <laughs> I, I go back for to, safety reasons. I have two things that I like to say when I don't have a good answer for something. One is who cares, and two is I don't care. And I think both of these are like, who, who cares if it is or it isn't? I don't care if it was or it wasn't. All I know is they went out there and they got their guy and they won the Super Bowl. Um, all right, so here's one, one more quick tweet. This is from Kim uh, Colvin, and she writes, thanks for the head, heads up about your near-death experience on the hike. I'm heading up there Sunday. I'll bring in I've fallen and I can't get up device and a defibrillator. Just to be clear, Kim, I wasn't in distress where I thought I was having a cardiac event. You I just, thought you were just far enough away. I, exactly right. Yeah. I, I felt like I was in a position, had something happened to me, that it wouldn't have been great. There, because think about it. How many spots are there in this city where somebody can't get to you yeah, very quickly? There, there are not a bunch of spots that mm -hmm. are isolated. I was probably five minutes from a trauma center, but it felt like I was in the middle of the wilderness. I was surrounded by people all over the place. So this is not the place to drop. Next time I go to Joshua Tree, it's a perfect place for you to come. You got no service, nothing. Yeah. Well, do you know CPR? <laughs> I can just yeah, it looks like, you a dog. Look like you're out, Trav. Sorry. Good luck. Uh, Everyday Hero says it was Jamal Williams giving the line speech. Jamal Williams. Yeah. I don't know Jamal Williams. Yeah. I did see Dan Campbell Good talking then. Dan Campbell. See, here's the difference. And just to kind of stick with McVeigh here for a second. This kind of goes back to the the Drew Brees, uh, Jameis Winston eating the W thing. You could give the exact same content to Dan Campbell 
and then give it to Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. And they land totally differently. Because one guy, and I don't even mean to put Dan Campbell in there specifically. It's I just think there's a lot was, of coaches. He in was the I one who worked about kneecaps I, and all that I stuff. I think there's it's, a lot yeah. of people who are trying to be leaders at whatever they do, and they just don't do it as well as others. I, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like there, there could be. This might be a bad example. Use the Lakers from last year. There could be a message at one point. One guy, Frank Vogel, that message was working, and then it's the same guy two years later, and the message is not working. And the thing he can't do is go try, right. you know, Steve Kerr's message. You can't. You can't. It's like, look, I got to find the thing that works for me, or yeah. else, else it sounds ridiculous. That it's let him hang sounds authentic to Sean McVay. Whereas <laughs> we're gonna bite guys' kneecaps, and we're gonna come, and we're gonna do, we're gonna go in there, and we're gonna make sure that if they bite the kneecap, we're gonna bite. Like, dude, you're you Hulk Hogan or are you Dan Campbell? What, 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 what performance are you doing? It needs to be authentic. You got to take the kneecaps out. I still get upset. We're gonna kick every you in time. the teeth, and we're gonna bite a kneecap bite off. A kneecap. It's a pretty good impression by me. Add it to the list, Greg. No, he was much calmer. <laughs> he was much calmer. You were like a no, couple coffees that was in. That was when he was just warming up. He comes back later on and, and gives you the more uh, animated version. Hey, did you see the Michael Funches edition coming up next? It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Did you guys send Taylor? Speaking of his segment, did, did you guys? You send? I didn't. I just I this reminded me to do it right now. Funch, did I was you too send scared it? last night. I'm gonna right, chicken out. Scared. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it while you give us our first. Hey, did you see Funch? What do you got for us? All right, guys. Uh, hey, did you see? Is that what Taylor does? Hey, did you see? That's he it. Does. He does. Yeah. Hey, did you see? <laughs> there was a there's a Golden Girls pop up restaurant in Beverly Hills. Uh, they have the sets and the kitchen where they all usually used to eat at and chill at and all that stuff. I heard they have various cheesecakes that are really good. It's a secret location. Tickets are really hard to come by because lots of people used to love the show. I, I can't believe it's like sold out. Um, question here, guys. If you can create a pop-up restaurant from any movie or a TV show, um, what would it be? Uh, Travis. Uh, for me, that's a super, super easy one. I mean, it, that if you were going to recreate like a fictional environment to go hang out in. Yep. It's the bar at Cheers for me. Mm. Like, I mean, it's just they're, they they like to watch the Red Sox. I could secretly root against them so I wouldn't yep. get beat up by the locals. I'm surprised that it hasn't been one. I mean, yeah, I know. They, I mean, it's, but we're like a recreation of yeah, a bar or something. Yeah, you know? some yeah. like a former big leaguer behind the bar we could talk mm-hmm. a little baseball. You could hang out with the guys. Another good idea that yeah. we're going to give to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I just, trademark it. I feel like that would be the thing. We drink, you know, crummy draft beer and sit there and swim. You know what? Out a little I, I had mugs. you wrong. I thought you were going to say, to Peach Pit. Peach Pit would be great. But see, that would get on you like 90210. That's I why. I love 90210. Yeah. But of all the 90210 regulars, Nat really missed the mark for me. <laughs> I don't really want to hang out. And Nat's food looked terrible. I don't want to do that. It's a diner. That. We can Just do. Give me, give me the peanuts and the beer at the uh, at Cheers. I thought you were going to go with uh, Seinfeld. Oh, the Monk's the, Cafe? The Do they have something yeah. like the Monk's Cafe really exists, though, right? The, it, it's not called restaurant, Monk's. It's right? called Tom's, Tom's Restaurant. Tom's Restaurant, yeah. yeah. But, but the physical building ha- is, is it looks does. the same. That okay. exterior shot exists. That um, that was one. The other one I was thinking of, just it's always sunny. They got Patty's Pub. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah that's that's right. the same idea, right? That. And the yeah. pub is like they have so mm. many scenes in the pub, and everything is so stupid that yeah, they're doing. like so many devious, dirty things that they're it's doing. It's just freaking <laughs> hilarious to me. So you can do this with a lot of things. Like if you can – and I saw this thing, the Golden Girls or whatever, and they're serving the food that they're actually serving at the yeah. pop-up kitchen uh-huh. has has ties. Everything has ties to, the show. to it. To the show. Okay. So certain cuisine, certain this, whatever the case is, you can do that. I mean, if you really think about it, there's so many good long-time shows that have been there. 
It's a really good idea. You're going sunny, always sunny. That's not a, so we're we're both sunny. going bars. Yeah, I know. A couple years ago, um, Say Bye to Bell had a pop-up restaurant out here. The Max. The Max, yeah. Yeah, I went there. It was great. That's really? awesome. That's it was, actually a really good yeah, idea. The food wasn't that great, but I mean, just the experience to be inside of that, you know, the Max. Was and, Belding knocking around there telling no, you to get back no, to class? But I, I heard that the week before I went there, he was there. You know what I get? occasionally and I, I don't this doesn't happen to me often but i do get i've gotten this one more than once so i'm going to say that it happens often i get a lot like i look like mr building i get that i see I, it now, I, now I, get, I see I get it that yeah more than zero times in my life i, I don't think i like that and I'm, we're not talking building like in the show we're talking building now <laughs> So if you're if you're out there, Google Mister Belding in like 2020. Not a super complimentary comparison. Yeah. All right, guys. So uh, got a food one coming up here next. Uh, did you guys see? Hey, did you see at the KC Royals game? Now you can buy a new pulled pork sandwich that has Reese's peanut butter cups inside of it with barbecue sauce and bacon. <laughs> and let me give you guys another one at the Indiana State Fair. They have something called the pickle pizza. Now it has dill oh, ranch, dill ranch sauce. Yeah, like instead of you know tomato sauce. Yep, uh, it's topped with cheese, dill seasoning, and dill pe- pickles. So basically, like I'm assuming, just as if it's a slice of pepperoni. Yeah, yeah but pickle chips you instead. Pickle yeah, chips. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And uh, at the OC Fair, which I went to a couple weeks ago, they have something new called the Captain Crunch Chicken Sandwich, which is basically a chicken sandwich. With Captain Crunch cereal, instead in of like breadcrumbs, it's smashed up crunch pieces. No, it's just it, no. There's actually Captain Crunch cereal in it you on put, it. Yeah, yeah you it. put yeah. almond milk on it. <laughs> uh, do any of these dishes appeal to you, uh, Sliwa? Okay, so here's the thing. I'm not one to. I'm down to try each one of these, right? Like the the dill pickle pizza. You would try that. That just sounds Doesn't, disgusting. That sounds the that sounds the worst to yeah. me out of the three. The pizza one sounds the worst. That sounds. I the worst like pickles, to me. but I don't know if I can try it. But I would try it. You see what I'm saying? The, the chicken sandwich with the Captain Crunch, whatever. That was good. Why? Well, actually, that that's interesting because yeah. of the crunch and the texture. Maybe there's something. And they there, put like a little bit of raspberry puree in it too. I would try it. All these, I think, I would try. There really isn't too much. I, I don't think I would try once. The recess thing with pulled pork, that does not sound good to me at all. Yeah. I would try you tra- it. You take a bite of it. Yeah, I would try it. I would only try one of those things, and it's the pizza. The other two things sound wow, I'm surprised. Sounds sounds, I'm me. so surprised. It, I'm not saying it sounds good, yeah. but it would be because I really like pickles. I like dill. And we talked right? about pizza and this morning. And it's pizza, so I'm willing to give it a shot. It, it probably would be awful. I, I concede that a – but the, 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 the worst part about it, honestly, is not the pickle chips. It's having like ranch dressing as the base. That's that what it is. Yeah, awful. Yeah. But I would try it. I do not need chunks of peanut butter cup in my pulled pork sandwich. And your uh, chicken sandwich with Captain Crunch Funch sounds dreadful. Sorry, it, it was Crunch, it was okay. Um, it just needed like to be that. dipped in like some raspberry puree instead of just sprinkles with raspberry puree. Yeah, no, I, you could dip it in whatever you want. <laughs> it still sounds terrible. I'm out on that one. All right, guys. Uh, hey, did you see? Um, do you guys know who Rick Ross is? Yes, I do. Okay, he's this guy. Well, last week Rick Ross visited the world famous Buckingham Palace, the home of Queen Elizabeth. Ross tried the, you know who I am, to try to get inside Buckingham Palace. Uh, they probably didn't know who he was. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, he tried to do it to the Queen's Guardman. They just said, who are you, basically. Sure. Um, <laughs> and then he went and YouTubed his own song yeah. and played it in front of them. <laughs> it did. That's exactly that, what he did. That also didn't help. Yeah, so uh, have you guys ever tried to use your celebrity to try to get into a hard-to-get-into place or a hard-to-find item? 
Travis? Me first. Uh, so he, here's the thing. I want to talk about Rick Ross. You have to be a celebrity first. Yeah, yeah, that would be a celebrity. But see, You're Rick Ross is a celebrity. Let's start with him. That is, yeah, hundred percent. Rick Ross is yep. a real celebrity mm-hmm. to a lot of people. Here's the. Here's why the "Do you know who I am?" is always a bad idea. They either do and don't care, right? Yep. yep. Or they don't and don't care. Neither one of those gets you what you want. Like, hey, do you know who I am? Yep. Okay, now what? Do you know who I am? Nope. Now what? Well, it's also your environment. <laughs> well, sure, of course. But the chances of you and I getting recognized at a 710 ESPN softball game is a lot better than when you and I are going to Costco, <laughs> walking around to go get chicken. Yes. It, well, that's the thing. To answer your question, Funch, no, I have never done it. I, I was. I did a buddy of mine's uh, podcast last night, The Baller Lifestyle, Brian Beckner. Check it out. Um, but he, he was teasing me because he came to the Mandy's, right? And he was teasing me for basking in the adulation of the fans. And I'm like, yes, because it's awesome. <laughs> oh, it it awesome. feels incredible of course it does. to have somebody come up to you and say, hey, man, I really like your show. That mm-hmm. feels terrific. When you do get somebody, when you're looking for chicken at Costco, say, hey, aren't you Alan Sliwa? That feels amazing. Mm-hmm. But if you're genuinely famous like Rick Ross and it's not working, you need to keep that in your back pocket. Yeah, I'm, I a, I can't pull one of those, and B, I would not pull one of those. And C, you said it perfectly in that whole situation. But they don't know who you are. Yeah, they don't know who you are. Or I do, and I don't in give the a Buckingham damn. Palace. By the way, yeah. Can I tell you the truth? If I were famous, I would probably try it. <laughs> I if would I try to wear Buckingham Palace, it? not to Buckingham. Pa- I'd try to use. You try to-, to use it like at a restaurant. They're full. Yes. And you're like, do you know who I am? I, I, I wouldn't like, Sir, say it like. We know who you are, and let's just so, let me show you where you are on the waiting here's, list. Here's how I do thirty third. I wouldn't do it like that. <laughs> I would do it like something. Like, hey, um, I I would have Susan call. And say, hey, uh, Travis is coming in today. Is there any way you could get him in? And if they said no, I'm out. But I would try to do that. I'd try to get tickets to games. I would never try to go. Like, I don't care if I meet the queen. I'm good. Uh, Believe it or not, not super impressed with the queen. Who cares? You know, I just, I'm not going to try to, hey, uh, I do, I talk so about. take the, tickets to the English Premier League. I, I talk about the Rams on uh, in L.A. Can I meet the queen? I don't really, and not going to really use it like that. Got one more for us, Fudge. That's it. That's good. Oh, by the way, I texted our boy Smitty. Already. Already got a response. What do you say? Already got a response. I'll tell you what it is. When we come back, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And are you in a funner state of mind, Sliwa? Because it's time for a summer Friday at Harris Resort SoCal on Friday, August 12th. Listen all morning long, and you have a chance to win a first-class Harris experience with myself and Sliwa. Travis will pick you up and... <laughs> You can stay with him. You can talk about it. In his hotel room. Do you know who I am? In his resort. (laughs) Do you know who I am? Maybe we'll we'll see. But what you will get for sure is a one-night stay at Harris SoCal for you and a guest, $100 in resort credit, lunch with the crew, and you get to show your skills at the Topgolf Swing Suite and a live Ask Slee. Who does not want to get in on that? Plus, you get to enjoy Harris Resort SoCal Paradise Poolside and California's award-winning trifecta of pools and California's first and the nation's largest Hell's Kitchen location opening on August 12th.